This has been a special, in my humble opinion, Save the City edition. Um, I would formally like to thank everybody that came on here. Yes. And I want to leave each one of you with closing words. Um, I'm going to do things a little bit in reverse. Normally, you let the women go first. But I'm going to let my man uh, Sade go first. And uh, tell the people what you would like them to know about the situation of the city at this point And what you w- want from them. Yeah, man. Um, in closing, I guess, um, you know, it's... It's, it's something different when you're actually in relationship um, with individuals who are directly impacted by the recklessness and the, 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 I guess, the little to no concern for another's life, man. Especially when, you know, these individuals who have grown up together, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or just in the same neighborhoods, in the same communities. Um, and if there was anything that I haven't said to, to dudes that I'm in close relationship with, um, you know, it would be, man, that, you know, you have, there. there's so many, there's, there's so much more than this, you know, um, I guess I get caught up in, I get caught up in like emotion and frustration and um, a lot of different emotions when it comes down to seeing and hearing individual that I'm close relationship with houses getting bullets in the, in the middle of the night and and or, or lives lost and the frustration and the disappointment and just the disbelief and and all of these different mixture of emotions mm-hmm. comes down to you know people are hurting I work directly with individuals every single day who are hurting mm. outside of the before the pandemic before they were understood who they were, generational trauma, personal trauma, trauma that they just haven't ever been given the resources and access to how to work through and how to grow from. Well put. And people are dealing directly with these things, man. And we, they, they need to be heard. They need to be supported. They need not to be judged or generalized or um, um, seen as something less than these are human beings who are struggling right now. And, and when anybody's struggling in a situation, you're looking for ways of escape and I hate to put it out like, like that. You're looking for ways for escape. And a lot of people ways for escape has been drugs. And these same individuals who are, who, who are looking for ways of escape are resorting to drugs and other things that just don't have them even operating on the right frequency where they're making irrational decisions at moments that's costing them and someone else their life. Okay, Mayor Walker. I th- it's, it's all about relationships and we have to make sure that we build those relationships. I just want people to know that I, I understand, I get it. I know that there has to be accountability on every level, mm-hmm. but as someone who I made it out because of how pe- what people poured into me, mm-hmm. that they cared about me, that they loved me. So I, I was the 15-year-old um, pregnant high school person who had, because of my relationships, I made it through that. Amen. And I know that it takes those relationships for people to make it through that. I have talked to mothers and know them personally. I mean, my great-grandmother buried one of her sons in 1980 mm. 
um, from gun violence, right? And so I know even personally, um, but I've talked locally, we have buried friends, right? Um, when I grew up, I know the kind of pain that that caused and the trauma that it caused long-term. Um, when even for the person who's committing the act, I have talked to people who sat in prison for harming people who wouldn't have done it um, if they had been in a clear mind and space that, um, you know, when they did it, mm. um, able to sit back and reflect. We actually think that some those acts are intentional just because you hold a gun and pull the trigger. That's right. um, yeah. But when you're clouded by um, substance abuse and disorder, that's that's not it's not clear, mm. you know. Yeah. So it's not even though you are harming people, um, when you are sober and able to reflect on that, you would do something totally different. I have seen the families, you know, who are um, plagued by drug use and addiction. And I know the devastation that it caused in their life and that they don't know how to um, show up for their kids um, the way we hope they was. So even when Charles was saying, I'm talking to the parents out there, when you're talking about generationally that people have experienced trauma, some of those parents, even though we would hope that they had the ability to show up the way, mm-hmm. they don't have it. That's right. And so when we're yep. talking about the accountability piece for all of us, like what does building, really building a system that breaks down the institutions of white supremacy and put in place systems that truly heal and help people build their way out of that and give them um, the, the, the room to dream and hope mm-hmm. is right. what we have to do. All right. Chief, take us home. So I talk a lot about what legacies and inheritance are. Um, black communities have been given a legacy and an inheritance of they're not valued except when it's convenient for systems. And when they have been taught from the beginning, and I came from these communities, and much like um, Mayor Walker and Sade, could be at any other place or space except for by the grace of God, um, who happened to put people in my life who could help me um, along the way. Until we start to build systems on the premise that the people we're attempting to serve are valued and have value, um, every system we put in place is going to fail um, because those the systems are not being put in in there. And also, too, our communities are not told that. You know, a parent can't teach that to their child that they're loved and valued because they've not been taught that themselves. Mm. And it is mm. infused generation, generation, generation. We've been and we have an inheritance of being loathed by the communities that we're in. And now these are the same communities that say they want to rescue us and help us. And that's yeah. why there is this trust. Um, yeah. And that's why no one's willing to, to, to be heard. Um, as we walk away from each and every one of these, no one else has to die. No one else has to die. And if we walk away saying no one else has to die in our communities, there isn't a single one of us here, not only here, but those who can hear our voices, who can't agree with that. And what Mm. are you willing to do to ensure that no one else dies and that we don't voluntarily put on shackles that someone else has fought to have taken off of us? Mm. Well, Charles, I think our work is completed here, my brother. Um, Well, much more work to do. Yeah. yeah, I think we got a good start, though, you know, good, and I'm, I'm thankful for the ones that came along for this because I know y'all had busy schedules, mm-hmm. you know, and you show the community that you care yeah. by giving your time. You know, resources is important, but time is just as important. Yeah, um, yeah. Family, we got into this as a community. We'll come out of this as a community, you know, to mm-hmm. who much is given, much is required. That's right. 
And because we say we want better, we have to do better. Mm -hmm. Everybody be blessed. This is it. In my humble opinion, exclusive.